We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Knicks Film School Podcast. I'm Sean for W, and I'm joined today not by Jonathan Macri, not by Andrew Claudio, but by my partner in study hall crime, Mr. Chris Prociani. And Chris, how the hell are you? What's going on? I'm good. Um, lots of basketball for me today. I was recording a demo broadcast of a, a play-in game from two years back, just practicing my play-by-play stuff. So I'm already in a super basketball mood and very excited to get to drafting here. Um, I made out a board and this is, I'm excited for this draft and I'll like, it's just, it's going to turn into some nasty picks really quick. I think <laughs> with the selection <laughs> of guys that are here. So I'm really excited to see how, we maneuver this one, and I'm also excited for what is about to go down just in general. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm also joined by my partner in Casual Friday Crime and coming this fall, my partner in Study Hall Crime. It is Mensa Mother Smith. Mensa, welcome. Uh, I'm so happy to be um, joining you guys on uh, study hall um, officially because uh, once or twice, maybe even three times last year, I jumped on just to, you know, see what the vibes are. And the vibes are great on study hall. So I'm happy to be joining officially. Um, yeah. Ready to get this draft going and make sure everything sounds fun this time. Uh, like Chris said, we have a lot of interesting guys <laughs> on the board today. Uh, Sean, I'll let you introduce what the draft is, but yeah, just super excited to continue to, you know, grow with our uh, Nick Snow School and be a part of the study hall crew now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, going for when study hall comes back and it won't be coming back anytime soon. I'm sorry, Robert Cross. Um, it will be a rotation of the three of us. So it'll be two of the three of us every week, which means uh, Chris no longer has to wake up at like 11.55 for a 12 o'clock show. And I no longer have to uh, explain to my wife why every Saturday for two hours, I need to disappear in the basement to yell at somebody about <laughs> Jalen Brunson and Evan Fournier's contract. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So today, 
we are doing, as we are wont to do in the offseason, another draft. And this time we are drafting the best team made of players above the age of 30 or 30 and above in the NBA today. And that draft will be held. Participating in that draft will be myself, Mensa, Chris, and the guy. Claudio, back from vacation, back from his honeymoon, back from drinks with umbrellas in them. Yes. uh, Alcoholic and non-alcoholic and um, all-inclusive dinners and 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 beautiful sunsets and and a tan. Yes. And a tan. I know Jeremy got all the love for his tan from Ireland, but uh, as a, as a Hispanic, it came much easier for, for me to end up looking like this as a couple of days in Aruba will do. So um, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to be back stateside. I'm excited to do this draft with you guys as uh, uh, Sean, more specifically, because I'm pretty sure you were outnumbered in the under 30 part of the draft so you need we need to even the the score and have two people that were 30 and above as part of this draft i don't believe you're 30 yet mensa right i turned 30 in april so you turned I'm it or you're there. turning i'm almost 30 i'm 29 okay okay so to make it to represent the 30 plus of this draft i decided uh to to make sure sean wasn't alone here and we will we will even things out here sean i'm excited to do this i turn 30 next month so you know almost there too <laughs> months 30 35 months what okay anyway yeah 30 months and mercury all right yeah. so <laughs> so today we are drafting again as i said we're drafting the best nba players 30 and up we are going to draft a center two forwards two guards and three bench spots there can be no chicanery so if you draft someone as a forward you can't move to the bench later because you weren't paying attention all that stuff we're doing that straight away um and to be eligible for a position the player must have played at least 45 percent of his games at that position according to basketballreference.com so there will be no fools just like putting joel well he's not eligible in this draft but putting joel and be that power forward so you can make it all and be no 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 Whatever basketball reference says, that's it. And this is something I've been begging the NBA to follow. Not that basketball reference should be gospel, but this is how you avoid the scannery of Embiid being a forward or Luca being a forward or whomever. Like or I'm Tim sure. Duncan being a forward. Right. Way, or Tim, way back. <laughs> Tim Tim Duncan at least like played the power, like played next to a center for his minutes. Like the NBA just decided, all right, this guy's eligible for forward guards so that we can move positions around, which is why they went to position list. The point being, we're going by the positional estimate section on every player's basketball reference page. So if you played at least 45%, I believe is what we agreed to, of your career minutes at a position, you're eligible for it, which might come up at some point in this draft. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and last but not least, uh, so two things. One, contracts don't matter. CBA doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Just pick it where you want. And the winner will be dis, uh, will be chosen by, what's the name of this website? X.com. I ain't doing that shit. That happened while I was away. Okay. I don't acknowledge <laughs> it. Is, happened it is still, it is still. Away. The Mets if I'm going to call it Twitter, I'm going to call it Twitter. Exactly. The Mets <laughs> didn't trade a single player because it happened while I was away. Okay. <laughs> Aliens don't exist. That happened while I was away. I, I don't acknowledge anything that happened while I wasn't in the country. Bro. Okay. 
Right. Nobody that was in the country no. acknowledges no. the alien thing. So Which is bananas. <laughs> this is why. Shout out to my no. dad, Pastor Claudio. If Jesus came back, it would just be trending for a couple hours and then we'd move on to, oh, look who got ro- who got ratioed. You know, <laughs> it would just be a bunch of memes and then who got ratioed and then, oh, look. Something fade Cardi in the water, B, right? Cardi B threw a mic at somebody else, and then we just move on, okay? <laughs> Jesus get ratioed is crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to go party with, with Jesus. We're gonna have such fun. And then it's the Uncle Phil clip. We just want to shout out. We just want to shout out my guy Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Aquaman. If you know, you know. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. And that that would supersede Jesus coming back. Would would not supersede. It would knock Jesus off the, the front pages, is what I will say. Anyway, oh, you guys ready man. to decide a draft order? Yes, sir. Okay. So Sean, do you have a deck of cards? You want me to do it? Oh, Sean is literally grabbing a chair. I will behave. My good. <laughs> For those who aren't watching on YouTube, Sean literally just grabbed the chair. Okay, I you know you know a folding it's chair. No, you got to know that. You got folding know chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best gotta... meme I saw from that was uh, with the the portals from the yes. Endgame <laughs> suddenly showing up on the dock. Oh my gosh! The, this is why, as much as Elon's trying to ruin Twitter, Twitter cannot be ruined. No. Okay. Impossible. We want to go age order. Chris, you're first. Okay. That, that that affirmative. There you go. All right, ready. Your card is a four of hearts. I apologize. So you may end up on the turn, which gives you back to back picks. Uh, then it's Mensa. Mensa, your oh wow, Chris does not like being on the number four <laughs> pick potentially. If you're on YouTube, you understand what that meant. Uh, Mensa, your card is a Jack of Spades. Strong card. Strong card. Strong card. Okay. Next up is me. And then the old man. Yes, the old man. My card is a seven of spades. All right. So, Sean, let's see. Can you beat a jack of spades? Your card is a jack of hearts. All right. Whoa. (laughs) We have a high card draw off for the number one pick. Overtime. Mensa, your pick is a. Queen of Hearts, strong cards, baby. Yes, but another card is a three of hearts. I'm sorry. Ah. All right, oh. so Sean, you're the second pick. Uh, okay, Mets is first. I'm third, and Chris, you will be fourth. Okay. Without further ado, with the first pick in the inaugural uh, geriatrics draft, I am taking one Wardell Stephen Curry. Um, I don't think that there was any other pick to make here. Uh, just to read off some of Stephen Curry's. Accolades, this man is, hold on, Mr. Basketball Reference, two-time scoring champ, four-time NBA champion, uh, the 2015-16 steel champ, nine-time All-NBA, two-time MVP, and probably the most influential player to play the game as far as where the game has gone since he has become Steph Curry. Um, I don't think there was anywhere else for me to go with this pick. He is... 35 um, this next season. So he's 34 now. Just love the guy. He is a definitive franchise changer and I believe the ultimate ceiling raiser in the game today. So with the first pick in the draft, I'm taking Stephen Curry. That's this, yeah. this would have been, I think this would have been my first pick too. I, I'm knowing Chris, I think it would have been his. Sean would have been yours yeah. too. Yeah, it would have been mine. Yeah. Okay. Consensus number one. Good job, Mensa. Uh, uh, Sean, you're up. 
Now, number two is interesting because there is a there is a player who is uh, arguably the greatest player in the history of the NBA right there. However, this man, because we're trying to draft for a team that could be good next year. And this player was born on December 30th, 1984. And even though every 84, 84, yeah, 84. Um, and or 85. December 30th, 84 wouldn't make him eligible. Because he's not 30 yet. He's if you're 84. 84. If you're born in 84. Yeah, then you're 29 right now? No, I'm, born in, I'm from, yeah. Math is hard. 94. I thought you were saying 94. I was like, I thought you were saying someone born in 94, which would make them 29 right You now. never know when you, like. You're you saying 84. Like. Okay. Which, that, that guy, I know who you're talking about, the guy born December 30th, 1984. Yes. Okay. And, we, and we say he's going to fall off and he doesn't, although he does it incrementally. Um, but I'm going to pass on him and I'm going to let someone else take him because I'm going to take um, the most adaptable superstar we may have ever seen. Uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Wayne Durant. What does he that mean? What does adaptable mean? <laughs> what we are not, mean? We, are, we are not judging our picks, Chris Persianis, so you just keep it moving. I actually, I mean, you can clarify what does adaptable mean. Oh, what the hell I mean, does he, that mean? He is the superstar that he fits into what you're doing better than every than most other superstars do. He doesn't come in and demand the. I don't have to explain it to. I don't because he's a number two. That's all right. Oh, oh, see, see, here we go. Off and running. He would have been my second pick too, Sean. Can I tell you? Um, on my sort for my stat head sheet, I put. Like the you had to have played 49 games last year, at least 49 games last year for me to have seen your name. Kevin Durant playing 47 games 47. last year did not make my list. Um, so that's a really great pick because according to my board, he was undraftable. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we didn't really discuss it at the top, but best players, you're trying to put the best possible team for the 2023-24 season, mm-hmm. which is up to interpretation. Are you trying to win as many regular season games as possible? Are you trying to fit a certain type of play style? Are you trying to win as many playoff games so you're just kind of okay? Like, say you want to be the Heat and you, you're okay being kind of mid during your, the regular season because I'm I'm looking ahead to the postseason. Uh, despite Chris's protests, I just want to point out that Kevin Durant Average 29 points a game, six rebounds, and five assists on 56, 40, 91 splits last season. So, yeah, he's hell. What hell of a number two is hell. Right. Like, if that's your number two, your, your number two has a chance to lead you to a title. Um, so I, I co sign. Um, I, I knew the, the player you're talking about that was born in 1984. I'm also going to pass over and see what Chris does because. Um, I'm going to take value with my first pick. There's not a lot of centers available. And there's one guy that just turned 30. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Good pick. That just turned 30. Was going to be and mine. was he was outstanding specifically during the playoffs last year. I only played 55, 56 games. Um, 
but was really healthy in the second half of the season. Um, so I will go with Anthony Davis with my first pick and put him at center. Now, by positional estimate, I went to his career. Um, by positional estimate, he's played 54% of his games at center. Uh, and I think, to me, he's the best center value-wise available. So I'll go Anthony Davis. And he played all his minutes at center last season. Right, so. which helps in me trying to make him on this pick. <laughs> so, yeah, on March 11th, Anthony Davis turned 30. So I'll take Anthony Davis here. Good pick, Andrew. Thank that you. was uh, that was going to be mine because of that positional factor um, involved here, and and I think that honestly just makes the rest of this super interesting, especially now that he is off the board. Um, our see, it's really tough because for me, I I am trying to weigh the fact that I'm trying to get votes a little bit, right? Like I <laughs> I have mm-hmm. my opinions on who's next up. Um, But the guy who I think is the next best player on the board would get no votes. And I mean, no votes from this specific fan base. Uh, So yeah, I'm really, I'm wondering who he's talking about. I think I know. And I will just remind you that you have to be comfortable with the team that you draft as well. Like you, if you draft for you, then that's what wins. You know, uh, at the end of the day, you can look your team in the eyes and say, you know what? Even if Twitter doesn't like you, I like you. <laughs> or here's the thing. Like you. I like, I like this next guy enough where I think, I think it's all right. I am going to pass up on the most hated and someone else who I want. I'm going to, I'm, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just go with LeBron James. Um, I'm drafting him as a forward. Mm. Uh, he is a starting forward. <laughs> no question there. Um, and oh, we should we should add real quick, Chris. We should add we there is a wrinkle that we added to the criteria. You have to draft at least three starters before you can draft a bench player. So you can't yep. just like load up on one position to start. So just yep. throwing that out there. So, so yeah, it forward. was. He was automatically a starter, but we hadn't noted that, so I I did. Um, yeah, LeBron at forward. There's my first pick. Definitely wanted his teammate, so got sniped. I was wondering if you were going to leave him out there for it to come back to me, and then I would have LeBron and AD, because that would have been... Nuh-uh. I, 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 I charted out if I got to three, and if you if you took two guys. Now, I'd... Knowing your sensibilities, I'm pretty sure they're the guy I, I want will be there for me after you make this pick. So go right ahead. Oh, you not you. <laughs> I know you. So now I know who you want. Now I know who you want. Ugh. Uh-huh. Ugh. Okay. Well, you know what? Um <laughs> decisions, am, decisions. Yeah, decisions. this is really tough. I'm gonna go. Damn. How let's let's can we do this conversation right now? Because it was going to come up in the next pick or two anyway. What let's do it? Get availability. How what's <laughs> what, what's that's our up to you, brother? Yeah, that's up, completely up to you. How much that matters to you is up to you. Mm. Yeah, give me Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I thought I, I, that that's the question. So, where position you're putting him at forward, starting forward. forward. Um, that was tough. And there was someone else I wanted again, would get no votes. I can't, I, the guy I want would just get no votes, even though I think he is like top eight in the league. So yeah, that, you know, there's that, um, is LeBron still in my top 10? Yes, personally. 
and so is Kawhi Leonard. I just understand people that no longer have either of those two guys top 10, but I think the consensus does. And I'm going to play into the consensus here and just get an absolutely stacked forward duo of LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. I think that just speaks for itself. So that's an, that's a quick, quick follow-up for me on my pick. And those 22 games that they're healthy together are going to be amazing. Chris electric <laughs> electric. So special. So it's funny you mention availability because that factors into to an extent that factors into my next pick because I thought you're going a different direction because availability does matter to me, but playoff success does as well. And I don't care if the Nick fan base does not vote for this guy. I know I personally was terrified of him during the postseason, and the Knicks yeah. head coach was so terrified of him that the entire game plan was just stop him. Trigger warning. The, 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 the course of six games, which makes sense after he did what he did to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I'll go Jimmy Butler, um, who did play... I actually thought he played significantly less games because the regular season... Um, he wasn't Hemi like he was in the playoffs, but he ended up playing 64 games and got himself a second place, a second team all NBA uh, award for this season. And then obviously we all know what he did in the playoffs. So Jimmy Butler is my next pick and I'm putting him as a forward. I think I'm putting him as a forward because I don't think he's eligible for guard. I wouldn't think so either. It. Yeah, forward, forward. I just want to say really quickly that if you're drafting Jimmy Butler, you also have to um, account for all the Miami Heat tears that are coming with Jimmy Butler um, because of yeah. the Josh Hart injury. Um, just wanted to just wanted to point that out. Um, you guys on South Beach are crybabies. Yes, I, I co-signed that. Big time well, crybabies. Yes, I agree. Especially like if I'm allowed to be upset about quickly getting hurt because of Bam or everybody else getting hurt because of Bam, you have to tolerate. Uh, Jimmy getting hurt because apparently because of Josh Hart, not just good defense being in front of Jimmy Butler and then an awkward spot on the floor. Anyway, Sean, you're up. Ooh, we speaking of South Beach. <laughs> Actually, hold on, Sean. Chris, was Jimmy the guy you were talking about that? you? Yeah, that wouldn't get votes. Yeah. Okay. I, I would if this were like just like the Chris Percy, I didn't exclusive, no consensus, whatever. I would have taken Jimmy probably it, fourth Overall, with no problem. You're trying to win the popular vote. I get it. You're you're you took out a bottle of hot sauce on the Breakfast Club. I get it. I, I I'm fully I fully understand what you're doing here. All right, Sean, you're up. So speaking of South Beach, evil uh, reference, Andrew. Uh -huh. Damn. <laughs> my 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 next pick <laughs> averaged 32 points a game last year and 7.3 assists and 4.8 rebounds. Um. He was actually, by my rating system, number one on my board. And I'm going to take him. That will be Damian Lillard. Mm, I know. KD and Dame Lillard. You have the all... So much defense. You have the all Chris hates you team. <laughs> <laughs> who's going <laughs> to score on Sean, guys? I mean, wow. I mean, who's <laughs> going to outscore Sean also? <laughs> like Everyone since Dame's rookie of the year and KD hasn't made it oh out the second God. round since 2019. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Sean is is Dame bringing his is he bringing his basketball shoes or his running shoes? Because is he running from the grind? Uh, I don't I don't know what's going on with this guy anymore. Um, hey, you. No one explain has, to me. 
He's not <laughs> running from the grind. He's running from running from the grind, which I think is absolutely like amazing and remarkable because no one runs from running from the grind like Damian Lillard. Can I throw some trivia at you with Dame real quick? Yeah, and I course. want everybody to give their answer here. So you might already know this um, because you guys researched it, but of the players eligible for this draft, how many scored more points last season than Damian Lillard? Would that be zero? The answer I, is zero. The answer is zero. He has the most points scored and only played 58 games of any player eligible for this draft. Which is why like, I, I can't criticize the pick in any way, shape, or form. It's Damon KD. You, you goddamn right you can't. No, yeah. no matter what New Jersey boy says. <laughs> 46, 37, 91 splits. 65% true shooting. Yeah. I wouldn't Lillard be worried year. about a New Jersey. Only guy worrying about a New Jersey is Dame Lillard, and I don't even know if he'll get one. So maybe maybe watch. He's, he's going to get no, one. No, he's absolutely going to get a New Jersey. He's I don't know if it's the one he wants. It's going to be 100 miles down the street, but he's going to get one. Uh, you in this Philly thing. Me and Sean in this Philly thing. We're aligned on that. I, I think, yeah, but you're not, you're not obsessed with it like Sean is. Sean has like a thing for it. I'm obs- me. Wait a minute, because I believe in you. Don't I'm obsessed. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm That's also the obsessed with it, yes. but for very different reasons. Um, <laughs> but another piece of trivia, by the way, but then I'll let you go, Mensa. Um, I mentioned Steph had the third most three pointers um, of players eligible um, for this draft. Um, Dame Lillard had fourth, was fourth. Um, Steph had 273 threes uh, last season, and Dame Lillard was fourth on that list with 244. So, high volume score. Also, okay. the first the first player drafted to have never made an NBA Finals. That is, that is a fact, yes. That is a fact. Which is why I think Sean will do a better job of team building than the Portland Trailblazers have over the... the <laughs> Very low ball. Well, I was going to say, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. I also think Sean will be looking at defense going forward, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Mensa, you're up. Two picks. Okay. I am ready to shake this draft at its very core um, because if you like points and Damian Lillard is the first, is the leader in points scored last year, I will be taking the second highest guy in points. He played 74 games and I like win shares. Sorry, XJ. He is fourth last year in win shares. And I am taking the guy who everybody thinks is a perpetual loser, but I like his passing and I'm going to put, and I'm going to put some shooting around him, especially next to a guy like Steph Curry. I'm not worried about the playoff losses. I'm taking one DeMar. DeRozan with what? this pick here. Yes, I sir. thought you were going somewhere else. No, I knew, I I knew shaking, exactly where we're meant to. I'm shaking this draft up. I'm shaking the draft, guys. 74 games played last year, 36 minutes. He's going to be my workhorse. Uh, 24 and a half points, 5.1 assists, 4.6 rebounds, effective field goal percentage of 522. Really good for a guy who only shoots 1.93s a game. I'm really, really happy with this pick. I knew I could have probably got him on the swing around, but I didn't want to risk it because this draft gets really thin really fast. So I'm going to take DeMar DeRozan here. And then because I hate uh, the center depth, I'm going to take a guy who was seventh in win shares, played 78 games last year. Um, The linchpin, I think, of the Milwaukee Bucks defense, I'm taking Brooke Lopez. Wow. That's a snipe. That was that he was very high on my board. That's a value play. So you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, I I get it. Ah, yes. And DeRozan will be a forward for me. Yeah. 
He's going to be my small forward. And I got Brooke Lopez. So, so far I got Steph Curry, the greatest shooter who's ever lived. I'm putting him next to one of the better passing wings in the NBA with DeMar DeRozan. And then I have Brooke Lopez cleaning up the defense and also shooting threes for one DeMar DeRozan who can't do that. So I like these guys and we're ready to roll. Sean or Chris, how many players eligible for this draft had more field goals made than DeMar, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan last year? Two. Uh, I actually have it in front of me. So I'm no, gonna, I'm, I'm it's a guessing guess. game. This is a guessing. Gonna, oh, so you already have it in front of you, Chris? No, you I can two? look, but I'm not going to look. My guess um, is two. I'll, ask, I'll ask Chris. Chris, you say two? My I, don't, two. I, I don't know the right. number. Uh, I, so um, three. The answer is zero. He had the most amount of field goals made. How about two-point field goals? We'll just take out threes. Sean, how many players had more two-point field goals than DeMar DeRozan that are eligible? Oh, that I'll say zero. <laughs> zero. That has um, to be zero. If that has to be yeah, zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's zero. Um, how many players had more points than him? Men- three. So Mensa did say it. No, Mensa did say I it. I was going to say three, but I already forget what Mensa It's said. one. It's Damian Lillard. That's wow. it. Yeah. This is like, a really good pick. Yeah, if you want to no, win regular season it's games, not. it's not. If that's, you want to win regular season regular games, that and that might be what Mensa's calculation is. He already has Steph, and for this third pick, he has a guy that's going to play games. Like, I, if that's the calculation, I understand it. And, and we've seen another, Demar Derozan on sixty win teams. Like, let's not let's not forget that Demar Derozan is a good player. Well, I have another trivia question. Uh, Raptors. I, the Raptors, Raptors, yeah. I think the seventeen Raptors. Let me look that up. Yeah, now. one of those Raptors teams won like sixty games. I I this is where my my Bill Simmons turns on. I don't remember the Raptors winning sixty games Ooh, in my life. Wait 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 wait. I think I'm I'm a little off. I, I was think. saying I don't remember a single Raptors. I remember them winning fifty a lot, and then no matter how oh, many they, they oh, won, they won fifty nine in twenty fifty nine. Yeah, that's I, I don't know why. Max, I thought, well, don't care about off. your feelings, guys. I'm what sorry. <laughs> well, it's not like it's like fifty sixty. 60 oh my I didn't God, realize they like, won fifty nine. Fifty nine is no, still no, a lot, guys. Those teams are really. Those teams are really good. Is uh, that the 18 season? The 17, 18 season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the they, Dwayne Casey coach of the year that got him fired because he got swept yeah. by LeBron. Okay. Yep. One seed and everything. Um, I have another trivia question for you. How many how many players took more threes than DeMar DeRozan last year? Oh, no. 473. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps when you got Steph Curry, doesn't it? I, I'm just, <laughs> the man's just allergic, allergic to threes. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Climb up and uh, Mr. Claudio had a very good, made a good inference where, you know, if I'm going to go with Durant and Lillard, I'm going to need some defense. And I'm looking at some two-way players here, and I'm looking at one particular two-way player, and I'm going to go with said two-way player, who uh, a sizable portion of our fan base would have traded everything and the store for him to have him on our team this year. Uh, That is Mr. Palmdale P, Podcast P, Paul George. Great pick. Great pick. Yeah, I, I agree with the joke, by the way, about the fan ba- portion of the fan base that would have traded everything for him. I will say just doing the research of like potentially the Knicks being in in on a Paul George trade. Paul George is really good. It's, really like, good I, it's, it's just not like a bad take to be like the Knicks should trade for Paul George. I'm sorry. It's not. If <laughs> Listen, if Paul George was not an expiring contract, a potential expiring contract, I would mm-hmm. be like not everything, but a lot of things. Here's, here's my one pushback on the Paul George stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, 2020, 48 games played. 2020, 2021, 54, 21, 22, 31, 22, 23, 30, uh, 56 games. And he's only getting older. This um, is why I would my, abduct him. That's my I already got, I already got the two guys that are kind of one is a low key question mark. And one is a question mark in that regard. And I, I was going to have to duck PG, even though I wanted him on the bend around um, for that reason. So that's a good point. Mensa. Paul George also, played more games than both LeBron and Kawhi, though. Talk to them. Yeah, but that's not really saying much, is it? <laughs> but like, to, but if the whole point you're making, Chris, is like I had availability concerns. Yeah, but I can't add a third guy. I can't add a third one in the mix after those two is what I'm saying. But if your point of I took LeBron or Kawhi over Paul George was like availability concerns. You no, that's because they're much better at basketball. Then that's a different conversation. My evaluation, noting the the concerns about his availability, is I think he would have been the best available player this offseason. And if you could get the best available player at a good price, which that also is factors in. I wasn't trading everybody and all the picks for Paul George. I just like the more I dug into what he's good at and how he would fit on this team, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Okay. Like he's he's your backup four. He like anchors the defense in it's a way just that the availability it's developed. So you, what you do is you talk to the man upstairs and say, can those games that he's available for coincide with the postseason? which, <laughs> you know, the Clippers have been doing that the last couple of years and it hasn't, hasn't helped. Um, okay. I'm up You're and up. I have taken a center and a forward so far. I know. I know who you're not taking. <laughs> no, I'm not. I think <laughs> I think I'm. Oh no, I'm not taking him. You are correct. I'm not taking him <laughs> oh, yeah. either. If you know anything <laughs> about Andrew Claudio, <laughs> oh boy, am I not taking him? Um, uh, that that does leave me. That does. Oh man, you guys took all the forwards. Okay, 
I almost have to take a forward now. Um, but I won't because I'm a I, I see one that's at the top of the board as a forward. Really, I really do boring, it, really it's boring, it's super boring. But it could be all right. I'm gonna go with a guard, and I'm gonna stick oh, with no. defense. Stick with defense. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll go, I'll go Drew Holiday. I'll go Drew Holiday. Great pick. Yes, for for us. Yes. So I now have AD, pick. Jimmy Butler, and Drew Holiday. Nobody scoring. Not nobody, even you, Andrew. Nobody, nobody <laughs> on my team. Every game's first to 85. You know? So, Drew Holiday will be my next pick. Okay. With the 10th cool. pick. The 11th pick in the draft. Chris, you're up with two. I really feel like I got to go at the center here because it's so bad after this. <laughs> um, what was that? It's, I, I, it's just... <laughs> oh, man. You I think one of your picks potato. should be center, yes. Okay. So... There's there's like a WWE ass team up that I can make happen here. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'm gonna take the best player available right now off the board first. So let's do it. Let's do WWE then now forever reunite Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. Oh God. And we're going to take Kyrie Irving off the board here. Obviously he is going at guard. Um, And so now I've got Kyrie LeBron and Kawhi, which just, you know, screams championship. If you, if you saw any of the NBA finals a couple of years back, uh, that combo worked pretty well with a worse player in Kevin Lowe. So that's all right. Um, and then I had, I had Kyrie Irving on my do not draft list. Weird. <laughs> um, no, if, if you're talking about team chemistry, I don't, I don't, I understand where shots coming from there. I, I will say that Chris probably has the one guy in the world that can make that. that yeah. So with, with in LeBron, order to that take Kyrie, you, you needed to take LeBron James. You are correct. And, and Kawhi this, just, you know, just sits there monitoring. Will not speak to any of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, this is tough for me. There's someone I want who, if there were no positional whatevers, would be like the ultimate WWE pick for this team. But I'm going to go with someone who I think our audience will be, you know, like also kind of in agreement with me on this storyline has been seen as a bad player recently because his contract is large and because he shares a front court with Carl Anthony Towns, but Rudy Gobert is, is still really good. And listen, if you've got Kyrie, LeBron, and Kawhi doing what they need to do on both ends of the court, especially Kawhi for both ends of the court, Rudy really just has to focus on what he's elite at. And that sounds great to me. That sounds great to me. A world where he's not covering up for Conley and Donovan, or he's not covering up for Conley and Edwards and Cat. Um, now nah, this is a Rudy Gobert just getting to be a, an elite rim running center, and I'm really excited to deploy him in that role that I think he can thrive in, especially with the with a help defender like Kawhi Leonard that he's literally never had in Utah or in in Minnesota. So yeah, we're gonna lock up a starting center with Rudy Gobert. That is a value play for me. There are th- at least three players that I think are better than him right now, but I got to go at the center because um, they're dwindling. I'm curious. After Sean picks a center, honestly, even with that, even considering that Sean's the only one that hasn't taken a center, if a fifth center gets taken, like I'm very curious 
Nah, negative. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's taking. I don't know if we. I think we said it at the top. You have to take at least two different positions on your bench. So, like, I just I, I factored in in my research that there will be four centers taken. I did write down like a bunch of others, but um, yeah, that's just that's the way the NBA is played right now. It's just further and further away from the rim. So I don't blame you, Chris. Um, and you put me in a spot where I might have to take the guy as my guard. So. Um, I've stand taken, strong. I've taken Anthony Davis. I've taken Jimmy Butler. I've taken Drew Holiday. I have a ton of defense on my team. Do it, do it, <laughs> do it, do it. I can't believe it actually is going to be me. That honors an all-time great player, a future Hall of Famer, a guy that is a bucket when you need him to be, especially <laughs> on teams that go deep into the playoffs. I know where this is going. Oh, this and is play, absolutely sarcasm, guys. And play <laughs> off of Steph Curry. I'm going Clay Thompson with my next. Hey! Oh, he went Clay Thompson. I knew, his, I knew it was a banana <laughs> in the tailpipe. I know Andrew Claudio. That was a banana in the tailpipe. It just wasn't happening, Sean. It just was not happening. <laughs> you will see when the guy gets drafted who I'm avoiding. In fact, our, 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 li- our listeners are smart. You know who I'm avoiding. They know. Every, yeah, they know. They know. I have taken four players, three of which that have won a title, and the other is Jimmy Butler, who gets named after the they might as well just name the playoffs the Jimmy Butler invitational at this point. Uh Clay Thompson last season, number one in three pointers made of players eligible for this draft. So I have some shooting on my team as well. Yeah, Evan yeah. Fournier led the NBA in three pointers made two years ago. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but he wasn't eligible for this draft, Chris. <laughs> Clay Thompson also shot 41% from three. Had a 57, 58% true shooting and a 56 effective field goal percentage. He's my, he's, he's the fourth. He's probably the best off ball guy, not named Steph Curry that's available in this draft. So that an outstanding retort there, Chris. Well, I can't say the name of the guy who I think oh, so is- there's another guy. Okay. I'm curious then when you get back around. All right, Sean, you're up. Are you going to take him? No. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, it doesn't make, well, from my backcourt, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. That doesn't um, right. So the funny thing is, now now I can wait on center because all of you have centers, and there's no one else that's just like jumping off the page. Uh, for strategy purposes, we could load up on centers. And I mean, you could, but you're you could. That would be good team building, but it wouldn't be good team building. Nah, you're right. Um, but could you shooting? And this guy, if he's your number one option, you're not doing much. If he's your number two option, yeah, you'd be in a good spot. But if he's your number three option or below, and you don't ask him to do much, he can be really, really good. And he's been miscast as a number one, wait, as a number one, and he's not that guy, but he's in a better spot now. So I'm going with, from the Phoenix Suns, Yep, uh, Bradley Beal. That's that's your guy, Andrew. That's the one. As an off-ball option? Yeah. Yeah. Go stand over there and watch (laughs) Dave. He's a super underrated athlete. 
the the way you, you guys should look into just like watching him this year in Phoenix, watch how he jumps when he drives or like when he's attacking the rim, that guy might propel himself forward like four feet, five, six feet on his jumps, his final step at the rim. He, he basically drives like he's a long jumper and it's only possible because this great burst athleticism he's got right under the basket. I think he's an amazing off ball threat that just, we've never seen him play that way. You know what? I'll I'll retract my good retort, Chris, from earlier. That's actually, this is actually an outstanding pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I I have had a thing for Clay Thompson for a while. I I think the Warriors work because of Steph Curry, but it also helps that I think he's like the fifth or sixth greatest, specifically three point shooter ever in Clay Thompson. So having that play off of Steph also makes the thing work. Um, oh, and, along with him being the guy that will guard point guards instead of Steph. In his prime, pre-multiple knee yes. injuries, Clay was, was the on-ball guy. And then yep. you had Iguodala guarding the wings. And then you had then you had Draymond guarding the entire key and rim. Yeah. You know, that that's man, I, I, mm, go it's read, fine. go read Winning Machine, the the victory machine, the Ethan Strauss book about the Warriors that just what they built was so much more than getting lucky in the draft. And they specifically chose guys that could play around Steph to highlight each other's strengths. I just bravo Golden State, but also bravo Sean with this pick. Thank you. Yes, Mensa, you got two. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, G Mac, you are building the greatest defensive roster ever assembled. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, really, really a lot of defense there. Um, so I am now at a position where it's like, do I build a team that I like or do I pander for the votes? Um, I have the least, I have the least talented team as far as like playoff goes. Like, yeah, we just don't have the, the guns that other guys have. I do have availability, which means that my team's probably going to win 60 games in in the regular season. But when we get to the playoffs, it's going to be tough to compete with you guys. So I kind of have no choice but to take the most talented guy left on the board. Um, I'm going to take um, the guy who gets sick of destination seemingly every 37 minutes. Um, But when he was in his prime at his peak, he was like the most frustrating basketball player I've ever witnessed for. And and I'm not saying that as a compliment. I truly hated his game, but this guy, again, geeky can't in this, in this environment where I have a good rim protector. I got some three point. I have two really good three point shooters for their position, especially number at with Steph at point guard and Brooke Lopez. We can we can lean into that playmaking a little bit more. Um, I gotta go with them. I gotta take James Harden here. Uh, I'm Andrew a little disappointed wrote his in myself. Name the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once he said, I, yeah, not, most talented. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I had to take him. But you didn't have the, to do anything. Let so, the NBA. Go ahead, say it. Let yeah. the NBA. Led the NBA in assists last year, uh, which really works with a guy like Steph Curry, who is probably the most selfless superstar in the game of basketball today. We don't have to really lean into, we don't need him to lift us up here. Not on this roster, not with Steph Curry here, who will be Superman in the playoffs for us. And he is another floor raising talent. I think that's one thing about my team. I have some regular season floor raisers. I got James Harden. I got Brooke Lopez. 
I have DeMar DeRozan. Those guys are going to give you, you're not going to field a bad team with those three. And then with the ultimate ceiling raiser in the game, I have a guy who's going to take us there in the playoffs when we need him to take us there. And this is where it gets a little interesting for me because I want to fill out. This is what I'm saying about players I like as opposed to what other people would do. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to lean all the way in to what I want to do. And I'm going to go and grab Tobias Harris. Mm. Mm. Long Island zone. I had, Long I, I Island zone. I couldn't take a Nick, so I had to take somebody from New York State. That's the most fascinating part about this specific draft. Is I don't think there's a Nick that's going to be taken. Absolutely not. We, we were the youngest rotation in playoff um, in the playoffs last year. The, the oldest who is just what? It's well, actually, Evan hold Fournier. on. How old is I think Fournier? It's just I think is it's just, it just him. Fournier? Fournier and Rose. I'm t- thinking last year's team, Fournier, Rose. It's Fournier, Rose. That's it. Yeah, Rick Brunson would be the next eligible player. <laughs> Tib, Tibbs played or, um Tibbs Tibbs would play. Like that's the that's the eligible player that you might from the Knicks. Like that there there you go with the Knicks and former uh, yeah, I have player. I have an honorary former Nick who I would consider. Uh, I, don't, I was I, thinking I, the same I, thing. I think we can all say Taj and be yep. okay that no one's going to draft <laughs> Taj Gibson. <laughs> if you were considering taking Taj Gibson, then you may have him. At starting center. Start, yeah, that was about to say. There's your center, Sean. Um, I just want to clarify. Um, James Harden averaged 21, like 11 and 6 last year. It's like super disrespectful that I passed on him twice. I don't care. I don't think so. I don't care. I don't think it's disrespectful at all. But like, just I'm just saying, like, it's probably disrespectful that he's the 16th pick in this draft. I also don't care. It, it, I don't know how he didn't go before DeRozan. Like, what the hell is that? I don't, he should have gone. Because he's a loser. He's a loser. The loser. He's a loser. And now being disrespectful, I'm trying to clarify my disrespect. Like, like calling okay, Sean, you drafted Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal. Calling Mirror. Look in it. Calling, <laughs> calling Kevin Durant a loser while caping for James Harden. Is well, he rich. hasn't. Kevin Durant hasn't made it out of the second round since 2019, and he's supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread. So I think he can handle the heat. Has James Harden made it out of the second round since 2019? Negative. Hmm. No, that's why he went like should have gone like 10 picks later, but he went like 15 picks later. Because he's a loser. Anyway, um, what's funny, though, to Chris's point about if there's one player you put with Kyrie that can corral him, it's LeBron. If there's one player that you put with James Harden to be like, all right, this will offset all the loserness. It's probably Steph Curry. <laughs> I thought you know? a little baby. Um, well, I, you let you let you, <laughs> no comment. You let, <laughs> let James Harden play point and let Steph run off the ball. That's, that's what I'm saying. Watch that's what happens, man. Watch good what happens. There. That yeah. is gorgeous basketball. Harden is so good at what he does. And, and he had a quote this past season that I, for the first time, was like, you tell him, James. I've always been like, oh, James Harden style of play, this and this and that. This last year, he was like, I could put 40 points a game up. Y'all didn't like that. Y'all wanted me to pass more. So now I do 21 points, 11 assists, and now I'm still not good enough. Like, what will be... He has to just win the ring. And that's because of the the perception he was given for so many years. But I don't know. I think he's definitely better today than guys that have been taken off the board in mass. He absolutely is. If playoff success is part of this, though, I can't risk that a guy like that is going to just suddenly go three of 11 or two of 11 in a big game seven, which he's done 
four different times. I don't think Drew's been great in the playoffs. I think Clay can't dribble. I don't think DeMar is good in the I playoffs. I champions, Chris. Ooh. I picked champions, Chris. You just said that Kevin Durant hasn't made it to the third round since 2019. I picked a guy that was on a title team two years ago and a guy that was on a title team three years ago. Yeah, like, but pick, two, make up two your knee, mind. Two knees make ago. Up your Wally, mind. Wally, two knees ago. There isn't one mic. Yeah. Anyway, Sean. Post is amazing. All right. Sean, you're up. So there's a player. All right. The player I should take here is the is 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 my version of James Harden for Mr. Claudio. No, he's gonna take him. Mm. And I <laughs> not stand this guy. And <laughs> if he is your um, if he if you're depending on him as a number one or two guy, you're in trouble. But guess what? When he's coming off the bench and he just comes in, fills it up, and sits his ass back down, mm. that can work. And that player is Russell Westbrook. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well done. Who? Wait, 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 wait. Remember when we did that draft with, on the Casual Friday podcast about yeah. like hives? And we were Not talking about high. how <laughs> we were talking about how James Harden was a loser. Talk about losers. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, which is why. Oh, my goodness. As your backup point guard, when you have Damon Beal, we, yes. I mean, the, the loser convention is rolling into town. But I. <laughs> oh, we are. We are. Where did Sean go, way. by the way? For those who can't see. You're the listening. loser conventions in town. He had to go run over. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I just listened. This where guy, is the um where 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 is the um where's the infirmary convention, Chris? I think you, you might know where that is. <laughs> or is it called the emergency room? Huh? Let's respect Bro, the, the, the convert- great and durable bodies of Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really you really can't call it the the infirmary room just because um in those rooms you definitely have things like needles that have vaccines in them. Bro. And Chris has a guy. <laughs> <laughs> really prescribed to that that's sort still, of stuff. That's still one of Every- my most liked tweets of all time is when someone tweeted, I'm two feet away from Kyrie Irving, and I quote tweeted them, might want to make that six. <laughs> I, will, I will co-sign. It's your funniest tweet that I I, I remember I think I said to this. This is the funniest thing right you've now. ever said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The conversations uh, in Chris's locker room. I swear that it's just every episode is an episode of the guys, top. guys. Do we think, do we think that maybe we, we start looking at the court the other way, like from a defense first yeah. perspective, what if they, what if them scoring is the equivalent of us scoring just like philosophical? It's like, God, God, man, sit the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Kawhi is just in the corner, just shaking his head. He doesn't, and by midseason, then his, he, he hurts his <laughs> he hurts his neck, so he can't even do that. So he's got. Why <laughs> getting hurt because he's shaking his head is hilarious, Chris. Um, Am I up? By the way, no, no, no. I'm up. I'm up. Sean took the backup point guard I was going to take with Russ. Which, look, say what you want about him as your starting point guard, but I agree with with Sean's ideal. Yes, of, coming off the bench, yeah. that's where you want Russell Westbrook. Not like. Don't worry, guys. I'll save you. Christmas Day games just came out, but Knicks have one against the Milwaukee Bucks. Do they? Okay. Spicy. Oh, wow. Knicks Bucks on Christmas. Well, you won't hear this until Monday, so now you know when we recorded this, everybody. (laughs) Um, 
Six we wanted else for Christmas from the Lakers box. Celtics again. Of course, the Knicks get the noon game. Guess what? I'm working on Christmas, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna lean heavy into the defense and take my other forward. And yeah, I'm just gonna trust that nobody's scoring on my team and take Draymond Green. I don't feel bad because they're gonna probably. Oh, I thought I was going to Damn it. get him, snatch him on the come on the come around. I was gonna take him right now. You weren't yeah. snatching shit. I was All gonna right. take him right now. Yeah. Also, Andrew, I don't feel bad because I'm probably gonna be covering that game and have to be there like well, so. You get it. Ten, yeah. ten in the morning yeah. for pregame presser. <laughs> yeah, I Clay Thompson's line. arms are gonna be so tired. Clay Thompson's arms. Oh my goodness. Oh He's yeah. Have to shoot yeah. all the threes. Which is I have to. This is get, This is gonna be hopefully first to eighty five on my team. Now, <laughs> well, we're gonna defend like hell on one end, and then it's just gonna. Be, I I really Jimmy wanted, do something, Drew do something, AD do something. You know, I, I really wanted Dre for my bench unit. That's a fantastic pick. Thank you. Warriors at Nuggets. Uh, let me not read this on. Am I am I up now? Am I up now? <laughs> you have two picks, Chris. Uh, okay. Real quick, hold on. Make one pick and then let's recap because then everybody will. Okay. Five well, picks. there's a there's a clear best on the board right now, so I'm just gonna snag him, give him the honor of going first. You gotta give me Chris Middleton for my bench unit. Um, Great pick. I really wanted Draymond Green. He would have been the point guard in my bench unit, and then also someone who I could slot in as a small ball starter, yada yada. But Andrew stole him, sniped me again, and. Um, yeah, I wanted AD and Draymond this draft both because you could play them each as a five or as the four and five, and Andrew got both. So screw you. Um, and welcome Chris Middleton to the K. Peter squad of destiny, uh, to the winner's circle. Um, <laughs> welcome in, man. He's got, he's got that guy. If you watch Succession, you'll get this. This guy has a ludicrously capacious bag, and you know that he is going to go and lead that bench unit in scoring. And you know that he could play off Kawhi Leonard. He could play off LeBron James. And most of all, I feel like the Kyrie Chris Middleton bench unit is going to be really impactful for me. You let those two older forwards rest on the bench, bringing, bringing my, my fellow Chris with a K to come in and get some buckets with Kyrie. I, I think, I think I got a little squad going. I, I I'm seeing my own vision now. This is nice. <laughs> so. How many players do you think scored more points last year than Chris Middleton that are eligible for this draft? Eight. Twelve. I said more points than Chris Middleton that are el- eligible for 376? You're closer, Mensa. <laughs> 60 scored more points. Oh, I thought you asked because he was super high. You're just shitting on me. All right. Well, listen, 61. I don't hate the pick. I just really hope part of your budget is again, an infirmary. Like let's just, I hope your your medical staff is outstanding. Chris, the training table. Yeah. All right. So let's recap. Chris, your five are who Kyrie Irving at guard, LeBron James at forward, Kawhi Leonard at forward, Rudy Gobert at center and Chris Middleton on the bench. Sean. Kevin Durant, Paul George at forward, Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal in the backcourt, and my sixth man is Russell Westbrook. Mensa. All right. I got one-time MVP, James Harden, two-time MVP, Steph Curry. I got relatively forgettable but nice, Tobias Harris. I have DeMar DeRozan, super all-star, never an all-NBA guy, and I have Brooke Lopez, the defense. Mensa talking about Tobias Harris is like Yankee fans with Volpe. Like the kid could do anything, but he's a good kid. He's it's, a good kid. He's nice. I, he's a good a, kid. 
He's a great kid. It's like you were still trying to sell us on your picks as you're telling us about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to work picks, those angles. I have no idea how we're getting to 100 points, but my my team so far, at center, I got Anthony Davis. My forwards are Jimmy Butler and Jamon Green. And at guard, I've got Drew Holiday and Clay Thompson. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Chris, you're up. We each have three picks remaining. Cool. Um... Okay, <laughs> so I think I've reached my personal this draft fell the fuck off point. Like oh, no. right, like right now. Like after Middleton, uh, you guys can see here. I have tears, rough tears made. Middleton was in this second tier. He <laughs> this was the is last my favorite part of the podcast. I love you, this part. You guys <laughs> have been. I mean, you guys have just been dipping into this third tier, and then Russell Westbrook sniped out of the fourth tier. Congrats, Sean. Um, basically, <laughs> here's a relative. <laughs> For me, <laughs> for me, I'm looking right now at someone who can go into that starting lineup and and play with the rest of those guys. And I'm not seeing anyone that screams like you should get me. But then I found him. Then I found him. The perfect starter to complement the rest of these four guys. He's played with LeBron before. This is a classic LeBron James teammate. I'm surprised he's not still playing with LeBron on the Lakers. I'm going to bypass a couple of players that are better than this player because I don't care. The fit is so great. I want for me shooting a lot of threes. Mr. KCP. Great. So, you know what's pick. funny? He's talking about tears, and I had KCP in like tier 17, like last pick of the like last pick. You want to talk about reaching, but you that's know, it's a good that's because you don't want you know why? Because you don't pick. know what he's capable of. You no, don't I know do he's know he's capable. Not a good pick, clearly not. But you talk about tears. I just it's, love how that long soliloquy of introduction 
led to Contavious Caldwell Pope. I like the pick. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. I always have. Chris, I like the pick. It just was like you went through the best player available, and you went on this journey to find him, and then no, this is an excellent pick. I'm not gonna lie. It's an outstanding pick. Like for what? Let's settle down on outstanding. Let's settle down. No, like you have to consider. You settle down. You have. You know why? I don't understand why you would t- you took Russell Westbrook in the fourth tier, but now KCP is better than him. And now I'm going to go to the 44th tier and go take KCP. What happened? KCP is a better NBA basketball player. Um, I, but I just want to point out that and I don't KCP listen. and Aaron Gordon were the linchpin of a defense that carried Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., and Jamal Murray, not guys who are championship level defenders. Jokic with the rebounding, I understand, but what KCP did for that team was immeasurable. He was huge for the the, the world champion Denver Nuggets, and I love that pick. No disrespect to We're KCP. turning that up. We're turning I, that up right now. I agree with your, your assessment of that, Mensa. The only pushback I would give to how much we want to credit him with anything that the Nuggets won last year is what he's really good is being a good complimentary basketball player, which is why as your second bench piece, or I guess he's your... He's, he's your, my starter. He's I your drafted starting him guard. as a starter starting guard. at guard. We got gotcha. Kyrie and KCP holding down the backcourt. We got LeBron and Kawhi in the frontcourt. We got Rudy G at center, and we got Chris Middleton as the sixth man. That's a Rudy, squad. Yes. He would have been there at the last round. That's And I'm clear. Yeah, because you guys are morons. That's why. It, that, well, then if you knew that, you we should have... We can be respectful and do this draft, Chris. <laughs> Did you hear? <laughs> this is you not heard? Twitter. Mom, he started it. <laughs> First can of I go all... Now? Well, I'm up, so I'm You're waiting up. for... <laughs> go ahead. Um, so I, I'm just saying, like, I, I like the pick. It's a complimentary pick, which is why I understand Indeed. Sean being like, I'll get a backup point guard that in the right role... If you're putting Russ in that role, I think it's a fine pick. I don't, I don't fully co-sign that he's better than Russ pick. I think it depends what role you're asking of both guys. You know, Bruce Brown was playing over KCP down the stretch of those finals games. So, um, which is why. Hate, hate, hate. I need, I need some offense on my team, guys. Um, and it's why I'm going to go to, I think, the guy who scored the most points remaining that's eligible. And I will go to CJ McCollum because I'm asking him to be like a guy that's a spark plug off the bench. And okay. of the guys that are still eligible for this draft and available, CJ McCollum scored the sixth most points. So that's more than Jimmy Butler, more than Anthony Davis, more than Kevin Durant. So like we're getting an, an available player as well that played 75 games last year. CJ McCollum will be my backup guard, my first bench player. It's a perfect pick for you because he doesn't play any defense and everybody else does. Everybody else does. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sean, you're up. All right. We're we're at the home stretch. I still need a center. I don't have one. I think think you can make it your last pick, bro. I'm just (laughs) saying this right now. That's just that, that was my two cents. If you want to take no, no, one no, out, no, no, no. Available, so, so I really thought I could, I would have gotten with Draymond Green in this round. Clearly, I did not. I thought I'd be able to snipe Tobias Harris. I was not able to. Let me scroll. Um, I'm just looking at the players already drafted. Let me scroll all the way down here for Contavious Caldwell Pope. Now I'll scroll all the way back up. Um, <laughs> I could use a. F- 
you know what? So I, I could use a forward, but there aren't that many two-way guys left. So this guy, uh, Rem Protector, who actually, if you actually put him behind the three-point line, could actually hit a three from time to time because he shot 35% from three last year. Damn it. Um, so I'm going to go with Big JV, Jonas Valanciunas. Ooh, that's not the Rim protector. That's not the guy. Oh. <laughs> we'll talk about the other centers I thought you were going for. I, that, I that, can shoot, that, that can shoot. Oh, oh wait a minute. There's I know, another I know, one. I know, I know who you're talking about. I actually care about. I actually, you want to talk about rim protection and not having it. That guy you're talking about, can't which is why when you said rim oh, protection, I was not. confused. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, who? I'm oh, like, is I'm he taking gonna... Mason Plumley? What is going yeah. on? <laughs> no, 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 no. The guy that you thought I was talking about, absolutely not. Absolutely so Jonas not. Valanciunas is your pick. Yes. Okay. I really thought you were going to take Vucci Main. That's not who I'm thinking of either. I don't know who you're talking about. I think Chris and I are thinking of the same. Yeah, we're thinking of a center better than both of those guys. A a center that I think I would trust more three point shooting wise, but I for sure, for sure. sure. But look, I again, it's it's subjective. Just don't don't let them end up on my team. That's all I'm going to say. All right, Mensa, you're up. Two picks. I'm trying to. Okay. So I'm going to pick the. Six man of the year who never won six man of the year. He mm. plays in one of the. He plays for uh, he plays for a guy that. Is, in my opinion, the. Preeminent villain in NBA front offices. If this man is calling uh, you, good pick, good hang pick. up the phone good because pick. he is going to rob you and take some of your blood with you. I'll just mm-hmm. cross him off. I am going yeah. to take Utah Jazz shooting guard Jordan Clarkson for my sixth man. Mentor, is, is an I, outstanding pick. That's a good pick. I, yeah. I wanted, I was going to take another guard who is very likely to come off the bench, but because I have a lot of playmaking in that starting five with DeRozan, Curry, and Harden, I figured I could go with, I don't need another floor general. I'm going to take, yes, I figured I would take um, Jordan Clarkson. He scores a lot of points and does it really well. So that's going to be my first pick here. Now for my second pick, there's another guy that, I've been looking at for a while and I'm surprised nobody's taken him yet. Mm. Not really because there's, there's actually a lot more talent in this draft than I expected. Um, I don't think there's anybody I would have taken this player ahead of that's been drafted already. He is a guy that plays for a team that just broke the longest um, playoff streak in professional basketball. He, Uh. Played all 82 games last year, which is really nice, especially it's another floor-raising pick. Everyone on, on the Kings played every game. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Good point. Uh, <laughs> that's why they... They missed 60 three. total games as a team. Wow, that's, that's good, impressive. That's a good stat. Let's go back to reading off this player's stats. Uh, effective field goal percentage of a 556. Shot 4.33s last year and made 37% of them. 15 points per game for rebounds. This guy is not the best defender, not the best scorer, but he does enough in the middle that he's always going to have a job in the NBA. We are taking Harrison Barnes with the seventh pick on my team. I like that Mentis team is all shooting. 
Like it's DeRozan's the only guy that can't can't shoot, and it's like it's a it's a refusal to shoot more than a can't of shooting. Like he he's efficient in other spots on the floor. So yeah, good pick, Mensa. That's like real. The they only that as as a team, the Kings only missed sixty three games last year. Six sixty one, I think. Do you know the Knicks off by by hand? I guess Mitch and RJ they missed a bunch, so they're probably Brunson missed a fair share. Brunson, Brunson OB. Missed, like, Quinn Grimes okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I, I I can look for you guys right now. Um, I know like what group chat I'm in that the stat was in the other day, but I, I you give me a little bit. Don't just sit All here right. waiting for me. You got four picks, so or three or two picks to, to look it up. Yeah, I have uh, two myself right now, right? Uh Sean, you're up. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Yeah, Good. I'm saying you have two picks to wait if if you want to go look that up. Um I think I Hello. figured out who you got who you guys are talking about the center and I the I will talk about it after the show after the after the draft is done. Um okay. I Unless could use listen if I'm going to have if I'm going to have Russell Westbrook on my bench, I'm definitely going to need some shooting. Oh. Um and who's this guy that you said he let's see uh, how many of all the players that are eligible for this draft, he hit the mm. I know Second going. most threes. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the player that um, is special to me because he um, is the one that first let me know that Ben Simmons is a fraud because he outplayed him in college in a game Oklahoma versus LSU. And that player is Barbados's fine, Barbados' own Buddy Hill. Yeah. Bahamas. Bahamas, not Barbados. Thank you. I, I was wrong, and the stat is more favorable to Sacramento than I even said. What is it then? Okay. Um, healthiest NBA teams. Number six, Brooklyn Nets missed 149 games total. <laughs> Number five, the Houston Rockets missed 135 total. Number four, the Sixers at 118. Number three, the Knicks, 104 games missed, but the third healthiest. Um, number two, the Hawks at 102. And number one was the Sacramento Kings with 54 total games missed. Jesus. Uh, the that's, most injured teams, OKC 243, Charlotte 268, Orlando 270, Portland 273, Miami 292, Detroit 294. Sacramento is actually a prime candidate for aggression not hearing that. Like in, that, injury luck. That's honestly my first thought, Sean. I agree with you completely. Like that's that's on that's uncanny. That's, that's ridiculous. Injury luck. 41, yeah. 41? That's 50, like 50, I know Mitch missed 54, a bunch of games. 54. I know Mitch missed a bunch of games, but that's like 2021 Knicks type of injury Mm -hmm. luck. I guess Derek Rose missed them up. I just sent you guys the tweet so you can peruse it on your own. Thank you. Thank you. Also, Buddy Hill at 26th in the draft is perfect, Sean. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. If I didn't already have Clay, I was thinking about him, but I needed to go get some. I need need some creation on my team, which is why I don't have. So I have a need for a point guard. I was looking at Jordan Clarkson because not even as a point guard, but just as a creator. And then Mensa so brilliantly took him. So I'm going to go and take someone that I don't care how many years have gone by in his career. I don't care how many uh, shortcomings he may have in the postseason. The more you look at him and where I'm going to put him on my team in this role, you got to appreciate the point God when you get the chance. <laughs> so I'm going to put Chris Paul as this next pick and make him my backup point guard. That's a great pick. That's there was pick. no way. There was no way. I was like, I need to. 
there was no way I was going to like if he he would have been my last pick in the draft. It would have been nothing to think about. I love Chris. I'm I'm two pick. I'm one pick away from my last pick. And I was I, I I didn't trust Chris not to. But I also don't think I thought I could have gotten him instead. There really wasn't anybody else I looked at. It was like, I need him over Chris Paul. So I think honestly, that, the guy I was looking at over Chris Paul was Jordan Clarkson. And you took him. So I went major with, decision went easy. With, yeah. With Chris Paul instead. So uh, Chris, your last two picks. Yeah, this is really tough, guys. Um, I'm not I'm not exactly sure how I want to go about this. I mean, I, I'm looking at big man depth here and it's really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the guy I'm thinking of wouldn't help my availability cause either. But maybe there's a world where this guard I'm thinking of is just perfect for this team. And I think I've got to lock him in right away Um, because he could play the he's played the two next to Kyrie Irving before Mm, I'm I'm looking at him too Chris but but he he could play the one in nominally in a lineup with LeBron where LeBron's playmaking I'm going to go with Seth Curry um, right away here that's not who I was looking at I'm going to go with Seth Curry right away here get some more shooting on my team and get someone who could, you know, run a little backup point, especially if he's playing with a LeBron or a Kawhi, someone who can really initiate offense. And and listen, even a Seth and Chris Middleton bench unit, like get some starters in there that they're going to have something going. And and Seth is great off ball. So I'm, I'm really actually sold on this pick for myself because I, I really like Seth Curry. Reggie Bullock was right there, dude. Right. Like <laughs> the funny part about this, I see what Chris's strategy is, which is different than what me, Sean and Mentor are doing. You're actually picking bench players with your bench spots where we're just taking guys that we're putting on our bench in. The Not bench. there were guys. Well, he did pick a bench guy and made him a starter. Yeah. And like pat himself on the Contavious back. Paul Pope. He didn't start. Call Pope did start every game last year, but to the, your point, no, 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 a complimentary, no, 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 became a complimentary piece. That dude's of the playoffs. A, that dude, all right, whatever. We get to we get to make up that other guys, you know, whatever. We're on part of winning teams. And this this guy, Ken KCP, definitely not a championship winning starter. Anyway, I, I, I didn't um, know this. I didn't know this struck a chord of you so much. I'm sorry. KCP is a special special player, and you should. Dude, you're good. Him. You're good. Take Taj with your last pick. I you'll close it out perfectly. I'm really debating not taking someone else who could play the five. (laughs) So that's my, that's my debate right now is I might have one player on this team who could play the five. And the thought of that is making me want to poop myself. So maybe we, maybe we don't do that. Um, All right. This is nasty, but we're going with, with playoff performers. We're going with guys that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with that center that Andrew and I trust a little more behind the arc. Yeah. Give me Al Horford here. Yeah. Um, he He's good and Dominican. So that's two pluses on his record. <laughs> and then when you also look at the fact that, um, I mean, just Seth Middleton Horford, like as the bench, I really, for the bench in these drafts, I, I'm looking more at the starters than I am the rest of the bench. And I'm looking at how these guys can plug and play. Rudy can't play all 48. Al could really slot in as a five there. And with a lot of these shooters around him, I think this will work really well. I mean, we've got LeBron, Kawhi, Kyrie, guys that have the ball in their hands. 
And then we got scorers, we got shooters, and we got defenders. So give me Horford to bolster the defense and to bolster the front court. It'll be Rudy Gobert and Al Horford there um, as like the big men of the team. It's a weird pick. Um, there were some guys I was looking at that like, okay, in a vacuum, sure, are better right now than Horford, but none of them can play the five. And that's really where the weakness of this draft is. So I think it's kind of a blessing with my last pick. I'm getting someone who I trust to play the five. Okay, so I didn't consider Al Horford because he was born June 3rd, 1986. So while I 37. respect Al Horford, I was like, I'm going to take the guy that's six years young. Yes, he is a better three-point shooter. Oh, Al is, Tito was a better three-point shooter than Jonas, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, the, the age thing, that's what it was. All right, that's last fine. pick. All oh, right. That's fine. Uh, I'm up. Oh, you're up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one more pick. And I really, so I have guys that can play the four in AD and Draymond, and then I, I basically can go small if I want it. Like, I could play them together or just go small with the rest of my team. Um, there's a guy that the more I kept looking at his stats, like for this draft, and I'm, I can't believe he's actually going to make it to the last pick, like the, the eighth round of this draft, and what's going to be the 30th pick. But I, I, again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, he's going to be like an Uber forward on my team because I could put him at the four or the three in specific lineups. But I will go to Detroit and take the only player worth a damn on that mm. team last year, not named Alec Burks. And I will take Boyan Bogdanovich. Burks I, was the honorary Nick I had in mind earlier, by the way. There you go. Because in his, in his heart, Tibbs will always think of Alec Burks as on this team. Yes. Um, of the players remaining, uh, he's third in points scored last season um, as far as eligible for this draft. Uh, 16th on that list in points scored. Guy plays like 60 games a season. Um, I'm putting him as my backup, which I think that's where he's destined to be when he gets traded to a contender. Either like your fourth option or your Uber scorer or Uber creator off the bench, uh, which is why he's perfect for my team because I do not have a ton of creation on my team. So he can come in and, and do what he wants uh, on the offensive end. Um, Okay, Boyan Bogdanovich, my last pick. Sean, your last pick. Great pick. Um, so my pick, I'm also drafting for fit and for not need, but more fit. Um, I got a lot of offense. I could use a guy. I'm gonna my last pick is gonna be a guy who averaged eight points a game last year and four point eight rebounds and one point five assists. But you do not draft him for offensive purposes. You draft him for defensive purposes. I need a defensive guy off the bench to carry some of the slack. So I'm going to pick a player who plays in New York, but not for the Knicks. He was under consideration for me. Oh, Dorian Finney Smith. DFS, yeah. And if I, anyone I who pulls that pick, you are a casual and not the one that talks on Friday. <laughs> I, really I, I liked him. He just can't life, play the yeah. five. He can't play the five. So that's cannot play the five. Yeah. Um, so Maybe. I so Sean, are you running a lot of Durant at the five on your team? There may be some Durant at the five off the um and with bench units. Um there may be some of that. Yeah. But like I said, it, like listen, I was never taking Fuji Man. God never God. Ever, Durant at the five. Ever. God bless, Sean. <laughs> Again, Chris is Chris. Sean's running track meets. It's gonna be you gotta outscore him. He's the new Kings. 
Like I, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. They were setting a record for offensive rating last year. But Paul George got this. He's going to be very busy. Paul that's, George's DFS. Paul George is going to be. Paul George is going to be on the defensive end. Like, <laughs> where is everybody? <laughs> uh, all right, Mensa. The last pick of the draft is. So Sean, instead of Dorian Finney-Smith, who I would have taken is Kyle Anderson. Um, I think he would have. He just does more. But you also have Russell Westbrook, so I understand not needing uh, Kyle Anderson's juice playmaking. That that was the guy who I would have taken if I he, had a taller team. Number one on my snub for my team list. He's so good. Is that Kyle Anderson? Should, no, I'm going oh, okay. to take. I'm going to take a guy who um, I was very very far out on during the regular season, but watching him play against us in the postseason, I was like, holy shit, this guy is actually really smart and he's pissing me off mm. with all of the outlet passes. Mm. And I didn't believe that he would be a contributor to a winning team. And then boom, the Miami Heat go on a run, or go on a finals run. So I'm going to take a guy who played 62 games last year, can shoot the three still, not too much. There's a solid defensive rebounder. And is a good change of pace. Uh, I want to say a good change of pace center for me. I'm going to take Kevin Love uh, as my final pick. Again, this is a guy who has a very, very celebrated career. 2016 NBA champion as a power forward. Now he's going to play a little bit of the four, a little bit of the five for me. I think as an eighth man with all the guys I have ahead of him. Um, and he's also just a really, really high IQ basketball player. One thing, when the skills fade, the the IQ doesn't. And he's still really smart, still set screens, can still pick and pop with the best of them. Really like this guy coming off my bench. Gives me a lot of um, multiplicity with the units. And I managed to put a team together with DeMar DeRozan as the only guy who doesn't shoot threes. And I'm very proud of that. So there's a lot of guys that didn't get drafted that I'm honestly stunned Based off of the maybe, I mean, the way we can I can I ask a, teams, a stat there's, question? There's differences. What's can up? I ask a trivia question? Quick. Yeah. Um, Norman Powell went undrafted. Where was he in terms of points scored last season on the ranking? That was the guy who I really kept thinking like he's going to be like the highest point scoring I but undrafted. Right here. He is. Uh, where the hell is Norman Powell? 25th. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. My my top undrafted guys were Delon Wright. Kyle Anderson and Spencer Kyle Dinwiddie. Anderson. Spencer uh, um, Dinwiddie. I wanted to make good. It Dinwiddie would have been a good backup guard snipe, but I, I just Seth Curry just plays so much better with my starters. I went with him instead. That's the guard I thought you were talking about, Chris. Instead of Seth Curry, was Spencer Dinwiddie. I thought, I played, thought the same. Guy who has played the two with Kyrie is yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, I really badly wanted to make a din shitty joke, but it just didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't materialize. <laughs> yeah. Um, other players not drafted. Uh, Tim Hardaway Six Jr. Six men of the year. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon uh, Malcolm was not drafted. F him. Um, I mean, for financial purposes, yes. F him. Um, if, if you want to throw some centers out there, Vucci main, Nikola Vucevic. Again, I'm just <laughs> saying that the name exists. Bo- okay? Oh, um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, another yeah. like Bogey. I think that guy. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. If the Hawks get their shit together, he's gonna be a really fun bench gunner. Um, but if they don't, he will be forgotten, and that's okay. But like you know, I think he's really good. Delon Wright, probably the best player available, not named Kyle Anderson. Delon Wright is so good. A random agenda of mine. You guys know how I am with these random players. I yes. think a contender could scoop up Delon Wright. 
and he could be their Derek White for the Celtics. He could be their what you know, KCP, like that final piece you bring in that's like, okay, we we really do need someone who can just defend and play smart. I think DeLon Wright is so underrated. He's been buried on the Wizards. I, I love him as a player. So slow-mo and DeLon, I I like am hurt that I couldn't take those two. So throw this out there, Mensa. King of win shares. Do you know how many players had more win shares last year than Nikola Vucevic? Five. Five. That were eligible for this draft. So it's Jimmy Butler. It's Dame Lillard. Tells you how much that stat's worth. I'm just... (laughs) I didn't say it. (laughs) Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan, and James Harden. I mean, he played 82 games. That's the thing. He gets a lot of rebounds. Mr. Availability. I thought... That's where I thought you were going to end up going, but you took Lopez early, so I knew you were out on centers. Um, You know, so... All right, let's read our teams. Unless you guys think there's anybody we haven't mentioned. Shout out Derek Rose wasn't drafted. Kyle Lowry actually was a guy I was considering if I got like really desperate for a backup point guard. But I'll not since Paul. the Burger King. The, dude, <laughs> that Burger King commercial has ruined him for me forever. That's the most frustrating part about the playoffs is that it's not even the Kevin Love. It's not even any of the, the Knicks margins you want to point to. It's that Kyle Lowry was a difference maker in that series. And it, every time he would come on, be like, ha, ha, whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> oh, damn. He just forced another turnover. Good Lord. Oh, man. Uh, all right, Mensa, you first. Your, your one through eight are. All right, one through eight. We have Steph Curry, James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, Tobias Harris, Brooke Lopez in the starting five. Off the bench, we have Jordan Clarkson, Harrison Barnes, and Kevin Love. Sean. Center, Jonas Valanciunas. Forwards, Kevin Durant, Paul George. Guards, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal. Bench, Russell Westbrook, Buddy Hill, Dorian Finney-Smith. My team, Anthony Davis at center, Jimmy Butler and Draymond Green at the forward, Drew Holiday and Klay Thompson at guard, CJ McCollum, Chris Paul, and Boyan Bogdanovich as my bench. Chris, you're up. Yeah, I have starting Kyrie Irving, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Rudy Gobert. Off the bench to play with those guys, I grabbed Chris Middleton, Seth Curry, and Al Horford. Objectively, Mensa, who has the best team? I don't know how anybody can beat a healthy Chris Persiain in All-Star Group. A healthy a healthy Chris Persiain, yeah. I would go with. But objectively, wow, they, we did a really good job because I, I don't think I, there's I an objective answer. Too. I was looking at it too. I think we have four even teams. Objectively, objectively. I don't know how anybody's able to be objective, but I, objectively. They're I think pretty balanced. Actually, they're balanced. There's no, no one has a glaring hole. Sean, defensively, you have a very I was going to say, someone has a glaring Well, so that's the thing. I actually do think all teams, each team has for like a weakness on it. You know, Mensa's might actually not. Mine's playing games. (laughs) That's the thing. Availability is your (laughs) offensive is mine. And then Sean, so I think I'd probably go Mensa if I were to pick a team here. Because there's no glaring, you don't have this. That's the thing. The the ceiling, I don't know how. You have Steph, don't get me wrong. But the ceiling with the Rosen and Tobias Harris in your starting five, I question. But that's why this is fun to to make four teams like this. And it, we ended up with four somewhat balanced teams. You know? And I like that that Sean and Andrew's teams are kind of yin and yang in terms of like, if I had to look at the roster for all you guys and tell you guys what your team's problem is going to be, you know, like from like a playoff coaching, scouting kind of attempted perspective, Andrew, your team is going to struggle to score. Sean, your team is going to struggle to give up, uh, to to not give up easy buckets. 
which are exhausting. Mentally. Can I push back on this? Yeah, oh, no, you can. It's not going to work well. Bradley, right? okay. Bradley Beal was a really good defender, and he's then, fine. And he's then underrated. When he, Under, and, underrated when defender. He became like the guy, and then he just stopped. He's like, ah, I'm not playing this anymore. Kevin Durant's not a bad defender. He's just a far better offensive player. I have Paul freaking George. I have Jonas Valanciunas. I have Woody Hill. No, yes, Damian Lillard, turnstile. Agreed. Um, Russell Westbrook stopped caring about defense years ago. Um, but I don't think it's a dumpster fire at defense. But I will say that I probably have the weakest defensive team of the four. M- Mensa, just my quick, like my one hitter, what your team would struggle with for you would be for me, like either developing offensive rhythm in regards to like not being broken up by turnovers. Or then if you want to say defense, I actually wouldn't hate that for you. Um, and then for me, it's definitely availability. Uh, I think that's a, like, that's a legitimate issue with my team. The thing is that um, I decided not to care. So <laughs> yeah, if your team is healthy, there's nothing anybody can do with it. Like, that if is in bold capital it, yeah, letters. It's, it's a though. huge, I was going to say it's also underlined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. I'm curious to see what the fans think and what you all think uh, of our teams and who is the big winner. Uh, I will stop taking over the hosting duties, though, and send it back over to Sean. Sean, wrap us up. This was a lot of fun. Mensa, Andrew, and Chris. Uh, I love these drafts. And as I've said before, as a longtime fan of Nick's Film School, who used to listen to these drafts uh, during the summers, um, I always said, you know what? I'd love to be a part of this one day. And the fact that I am is a low-key dream come true for me. So um, shout out to you, Andrew, for thinking of me and bringing me onto the team and bringing me along with bring me to join up with Chris and bring him as well. I appreciate that. And listen, there'll be more drafts because again, there's not much going on. James Harden is whatever. Damian Lillard is whatever. Last thing. That's the thing Mensa's team has to overcome that James Harden is a loser. He's <laughs> on your team, unfortunately. You know, hopefully Great you can point. overcome it. You know, yeah, the James Harden, uh, DeRozan loser syndrome is pretty strong mm. here. Yeah. So it, this is much more fun than watching people on the timeline whine about uh, certain contract extensions that were signed, only to find out that that contract extension was a bargain because, as usual, Leon Rose knows what the hell he's doing. So, um, for Chris Persianen, Mensa Smith, and our fearless leader, Andrew Claudio, I am Sean for W. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Knicks Nation, let's rock.